The Weather Forecast, brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Fine to start with, becoming increasingly cloudy by this afternoon. Light winds in the Outmara team with highs of 15 degrees in Nice, Cannes and Saint-Tropez. Moderate strong winds are expected in the VAR. 14 degrees in Monaco, reaching 17 degrees in Draguignan. And this evening going down to 7 degrees along the coast and 1 degree inland. And the outlook for tomorrow and Thursday remaining much the same with clear skies, some cloud, highs of 15 degrees. In London today, 14 degrees with light rain. Zurich has 8 degrees and light rain. Uh, Belfast, 14 degrees and drizzle. The sun will rise at 7.56 this morning and uh, sets this evening at 5.28. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Illuminate your brand's visibility with us and let your business shine. Find out more at polecompany.net. Seven minutes past seven o'clock. I hope you're well. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio, live from Monaco. A top news story locally uh, this Tuesday morning is that 38-year-old Stephen Harper, a Scottish cyclist who went missing near Monaco, has been found dead in Italy. Harper was attempting to pedal from Dundee to India. And nationally in France, unions representing the agricultural sector have held a meeting with the French Prime Minister Gabriel Attel. Uh, changes to paternity leave in France will come into force in 2025 and a new report has revealed that sexism is deeply rooted in French society. In sport, in football in the Premier League last night, Brighton drew nil-nil at home uh, to Wolves and in the EFL semi-final this evening, Chelsea are at home to Middlesbrough. More on those stories coming up at 7.30. In a moment's time, we'll have this morning's entertainment news. It'll be over to you after 8 o'clock with the guest, the intro, the song, and the first few words to the song. Three in a row with, uh, not three in a row with a link after 9 o'clock, because today is a very special day. It's the first in our series of Live Your Best Life in France. Yes, Tracy Leonetti will be joining me live in the studio uh, between 9 and 10 o'clock. She's here to talk about all the obstacles of moving and living in France. And in the first edition of this four-part series, uh, today we will be discussing a rather hot topic, which is visas and immigration. If you have a question you'd like to put to Tracy, studio at rivieradio.mc or WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. And that's uh, Tracy Leonetti, who will be joining me live in the studio between nine and ten o'clock. Starting this hour with Queen and a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. A kind of magic. One dream, one soul. Babylon. Riviera Radio, travel news. 
starting on the region's roads this Tuesday morning. It's slow moving coming into Monaco, I'm afraid. The tunnel there off the A motorway is currently closed. On the trains, the 741 Nice to Ventimiglia has a five-minute delay on it. And uh, a later one as well, the 843 Nice to Ventimiglia is uh, also running late. That has a ten-minute delay on it. Uh, taking a look at Nice International Airport, uh, so far on the arrivals, there are no delays or cancellations. And taking a look at the departures. Uh, so far, everything is leaving Nice International Airport on time. in this morning's uh, entertainment news, composer Laurie Johnson, who provided some of Britain's best-loved television themes and film music, has died at the age of 96. Uh, Johnson's memorable themes included The Avengers, The Professionals, Animal Magic, and This Is Your Life. Uh, The composer also arranged instrumental versions of dozens of songs, uh, which were used as production music. His family said Johnson died uh, last Tuesday, leaving behind a legacy that will forever resonate in our hearts. Sarah Ferguson has said her skin cancer diagnosis was a shock and thanked well-wishers as well as medical staff for the support she has been given. In a post on Instagram, the Duchess of York, who is 64, said, I've been taking some time to myself following my diagnosis with a form of skin cancer. It's my second cancer within a year after I was diagnosed with breast cancer this summer. And Justin Timberlake has given fans a taste of new music as a solo artist for the first time in almost six years. Uh, The 42-year-old American singer uh, teased with his new song, Selfish, which accompanied an Instagram reel of him rehearsing in Tennessee, where he played an intimate show on Friday evening. What day is it today? January the 23rd is known as Measure Your Feet Day. It was on this day in 1989. Legislation came into force in the UK which permitted garages to display fuel prices by litre only and not by the gallon. It was on January the 23rd, 2005. Former Happy Mondays dancer Bez won the £50,000 Celebrity Big Brother Prize after gaining 54% of the final viewer vote and it was on uh, this day in 2018 a singer-songwriter Neil Diamond retired after being diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. If it's your birthday today then you share it with the English radio talk show host Clive Bull who is 65 and Euron Bremer, the Scottish actor is 52 today. A very happy birthday if it is your birthday. 7.20 coming up short we will have all the news, sports and weather. Uh, This on the 23rd of January in 1971 became the first solo Beatles song by George Harrison to reach number one in the UK charts My Sweet Lord Morning
sky full of stars. It's just coming up to 7.13 and new sport and weather is next. Have you just moved to Monaco? CMB Monaco is the leading private bank in the Principality and can help you achieve your financial goals in Monaco. Investment services, financing solutions, wealth structuring, whatever your needs are, we have the right products and services to support you. Learn more about our offers at www.cmb.mc. Treat yourself to an unforgettable stay at the Refuge de la Trey, a luxury hamlet nestled at 1,650 meters altitude in Meribel. Come and enjoy our state-of-the-art spa, offering biologique recherche treatment, as well as a unique culinary experience. Every day, the chef talks to our guests and proposes made-to-measure dishes. Find out more at refugedelatrey.fr. Quadro is the specialist in bespoke French interior design, optimizing space to make it both functional and attractive. Wardrobes, bookcases, TV stands. Quadro works for the whole home. Let's create your interior together. Quadro adapts to your wishes and your budget. Quadro in Nice. Motorway access exit 52 near IKEA. Alert! At Lille de France, Mougin, Cap 3000 and Valoris, take advantage of magical sales with up to 70% off on the biggest brands of bedding and sofas until the 6th of February. Hurry up, stocks are limited. Lille de France, sleep like you've always dreamed of. Lille de France, dormez comme vous l'avez toujours rêvé. I can make your partner happier. I can make your child better behaved. We can even improve your golf swing. Pain in your body stops you being you. Our experienced and friendly teams in the Port of Antibes and near the casino in Monaco will make a huge difference in how you act, feel and move. Booking online is easy. Try us, trust us. Englishosteopath.com The local news brought to you by Knight Frank Monaco. Probably the best real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 7.31. I'm Sarah Nice at Reporting. 38-year-old Stephen Harper, a Scottish cyclist who went missing near Monaco, has been found dead in Italy. Harper was attempting to cycle from Dundee to India. He's believed to have fallen from a cliff near Ventimiglia in November. His brother Dale said he feared that the dad of two had eaten a potentially lethal mushroom after being robbed of his bike and possessions in Nice. When the family received a text from Stephen uh, saying he felt unwell after having eaten a mushroom while foraging near Roquebrun Cap Martin. Adele promptly flew, flew out to the south of France. He was not informed that his brother's body had been found until late December. Italian authorities told him that Stephen was seen falling on November the 23rd, hours after the messages were sent. Workers on a nearby building site came to his aid and a helicopter carried him from the cliffside overlooking Ventimiglia's harbour. He was pronounced dead a short time later. Stephen had travelled through Andorra, Spain and France and was understood to be following the Mediterranean route through Europe. His brother said he had received messages of condolence from all over the world and the family had been left devastated by the news. 
Nationally in France, unions representing the agricultural sector have held a meeting with the French Prime Minister Gabriel Attal. Farmers are concerned about a variety of issues, including the implementation of environmental standards, their pay levels and the price of fuel. And protesting farmers have been blocking the A64 motorway in southwestern France for the past few days. Meanwhile, VTC demonstrations are expected in both the Outmara team and the VAR as the union of VTC 06 and 83 supported by drivers from other cities around the Mediterranean plan several actions to make their demands heard at the highest level. Following the announcement, the prefect of the Outmara team has since issued an order to prohibit the union of VTCs on the Riviera and the VAR from demonstrating this week. It's in place from Monday until Thursday from 6am until midnight on all routes used as part of the Monte Carlo rally but also near Nice International Airport. The Interior Minister has held a press conference outlining security arrangements for the Olympic Flame. The Flame is scheduled to arrive in France in Marseille on May the 8th. He said that 2,500 police officers and gendarmes will ensure the security of the event. In addition to the 5,000 police and gendarmes mobilised, several anti-drone and counter-sniper devices will be deployed. The Flame will then travel around France and overseas for 98 eight days. Changes to the paternity leave announced by French President Emmanuel Macron will come into force in 2025. New measures plan to replace the currently little-used parental leave, which should allow, in total, a six-month leave for both parents. It's not yet been decided as to whether the leave can be taken by both parents at the same time or successively. Financially, the new system plans to move away from a social benefit and towards a daily allowance system corresponding to a percentage, which has not yet been decided, of the previous salary and limited to €1,800. Under the current system in France, created in 1977, the leave is remunerated at €429 per month and at the end of their maternity or, or paternity leave, a parent can suspend their professional activity until the child, child is two years old or three years old if the parents share the leave. A new report by the High Council for Equality in France has revealed that sexism is still deeply rooted in French society. The study, carried out on a sample of 3,500 people, also points out an increase in macho ideas amongst young men who believe that feminism threatens their place in society. This trend affects all age groups, including young men between 25 and 34 years old, with 52% of them believing that men are being targeted and that it's no longer possible to seduce a woman without being seen as a sexist. According to 40% of 15 to 25-year-olds, it's even more and more difficult to be a man today, an increase of 14 points compared to last year. Men under 35 also have the feeling of being treated less well in today's society because of their gender. And furthermore, one in five men in this age group consider it normal to have a higher salary than their colleagues in the same position. Uh, one in three of those 
those aged 25 to 35 believe that it's normal for a woman to stop working and to take care of children. Finally, the report describes digital platforms as real sounding boards for gender stereotypes. The 100 most viewed content from the main platforms YouTube, Instagram and TikTok found that 68% of this content uh, publicises gender stereotypes. Uh, The return of conservative ideas is also observed among young women. According to the report, nearly 60% of them think that a woman should prioritise family life over a career. This is significantly above the average for other age groups. The report summarises that sexism begins at home, continues at school and explodes online. Some 44,844 abandoned or mistreated animals were taken taken into care by the Society for the Protection of Animals, the SPA, in 2023. Now, that's an increase of 1.5% compared to the previous year. The SPA in France denounces an increase of 1.5% over one year, almost reaching the record high in 2019. Adoptions have started to decline as well, with just 40,587 animals finding a new owner last year. Again, that's a figure down by 1.5% compared to 2022. Locally here in Monaco, it is of course uh, Princess Charlene who is the president of the SPA, committed to the well-being of animals. Uh, Princess Charlene has been working for several years through her foundation, in particular for the protection of the rhinoceroses and supporting the South African SPA. Finally, temperatures are set to rise this week across France with highs above the uh, seasonal norm. Uh, The peak of the mild weather is expected on Wednesday, accompanied by plenty of sunshine in the southern half of the country. After very wintry weather last week, up to 24 degrees is forecast in the southwest of France tomorrow. Uh, Showers and grey weather is still expected in the vast majority of the country today, uh, with the exception of our region, the Provence-Alpes-Côte d'Azur, Corsica and the extreme southwest. However, this week we'll see 14 degrees in Paris, 15 degrees in Bordeaux and up to 22 degrees in Pepignan and even 24 degrees in Saint-Michel-des-Lot in the Pyrénées-Orientales. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates Knight Frank Monaco. Go to BalkanEstates.com. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In a rugby union, French side Racing 92 have announced the signing of England and Saracens fly half Owen Farrell at the end of the season. The top, uh, the French top 14 side has said Farrell has signed a two-year deal starting on July the 1st. In tennis, Novak Djokovic has said that his form at the Australian Open is going in the right direction as he bids for a record-breaking 25th Grand Slam title. Today he plays the American 12th seed a Taylor Fritz, who has lost all of his eight previous matches against Djokovic. And in football, in the Premier League last night, Brighton drew nil-nil at home to Wolves, and in the EFL semi-final this evening, Chelsea are at home to Middlesbrough. Kickoff is at 9pm French time. Meanwhile, Liverpool say the leg injury Mohamed Salah suffered at the African Cup of Nations is apparently worse than first feared, but Egypt remain hopeful that he can return for a potential semi-final. Salah was injured in Egypt's tool draw with Ghana on Thursday in Group B. Here's more football news from BBC Sport. 
BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Andy Barwell at the BBC Sports Centre. There was Monday night action in the Premier League, but the game between Brighton and Wolves ended nil-nil. Our reporter at the match was Chris Wise. I think this is just about right, to be honest with you, for Brighton, two nil-nils in a row now, which completely goes against the grain of Brighton's season, really, keeping clean sheets, but also not scoring. They were the better team in the first half. Brighton, Buonanotte had their best opportunity, a header that was cleared off the line. But Wolves were so much better in the second half. Their defence was exemplary. They opened Brighton up on a couple of occasions. Opportunities for Cunha over the bar and Neto, which he fizzed across goal. So for Brighton, they are now seventh. They're above Manchester United. Wolves stay 11th. But Wolves, of course, will have another Albion in their eye line now with that Black Country FA Cup derby on the horizon on Sunday. It's finished Brighton nil, Wolves nil. The Chelsea boss, Maurizio Pochettino, has confirmed that he will still be without striker Christopher Nkunku for Tuesday's Football League Cup semi-final second leg tie against Middlesbrough. Well, Chelsea head into the match at Stamford Bridge, trailing 1-0 to the championship side after the first leg a fortnight ago. And the striker is still struggling with what's been described by his manager as a minor problem. Here's Pochettino. It's a shame, but still he's recovering. Hope as soon as possible can be ready again to help the, the team. He suffered a little bit in his hip, some problem there, and now he's recovering, but it's, um, it's not a big issue. It's only that it's delayed the, the possibility to, to be again available for the, for the club. And for more football news on the BBC, you can go to bbc.com forward slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, United Airlines has said it expects to lose money in the three months between January and March due to the grounding of Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration grounded 171 of them after an unused door broke away amid flight. The airliner has 79 of the aircraft in its fleet. That's more than any other carrier, followed by Alaska Airlines. Both airlines have been forced to cancel hundreds of flights this month as inspections are carried out. And Mr. Beast, the world's most popular YouTuber, has claimed to have made more than £197 from posting a video on X, formerly known as Twitter. Despite having previously said it was not worth posting on the social media site due to small payouts on the advertising revenue, it would appear that Mr. Beast changed his mind and posted an old video which generated more than 155 million views. In November 2022, Forbes estimated that Mr. Beast made $54 million in a year from his YouTube channel. Since then, he's gained millions of subscribers on his main channel to make a total of $233 million. Now, there are rumours that Mr. Beast may be negotiating his own show with one of the large video streaming platforms. If this is indeed the case, his experiment on X is a loud signal as to just how much he is worth. 
On the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth one US dollar zero eight cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar twenty seven cents. The pound's worth one euro sixteen cents, which means the euro is trading at eighty five point sixty two pence. The Swiss franc is buying one US dollar fifteen cents and one euro zero five cents. A bitcoin has gone down a bit thirty nine thousand nine hundred forty six dollars ninety five cents. Ethereum two thousand three hundred forty three dollars forty five cents. And commodities, the price of an ounce of gold at $2,027.54 and a barrel Brent crude $79.91. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. The Marine Weather Forecast brought to you by Port Vauban and its brand new International Yacht Club of Antibes. For coast areas up to 20 miles offshore, the outmarine team and the VAR, the general situation is a depression of 1,028 millibars. Winds are southwesterly, force 7 to 8. The sea is rough with good visibility and the barometric pressure for San Juan Cap Ferrar is 1,028 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are southwesterly, force 7 to 8. The sea is rough, visibility is moderate to poor and the barometric pressure for Cap Corse, 1,031 millibars. The Marine weather forecast brought to you by Port Vauban. Welcoming you all year round for a short or a long stay for all yachts up to 160 metres. Come and enjoy the new crew centre at the International Yacht Club of Antibes. Find out more at leportvauban.com to start with, becoming increasingly cloudy by this afternoon. Light winds in the outmaritime team with highs of 15 degrees in Nice, Cannes and Saint-Tropez. Moderate strong winds are expected in the VAR. 14 degrees in Monaco, reaching 17 degrees inland in Draguignan. And this evening going down to 7 degrees along the coast and 1 degree inland. The outlook for tomorrow and Thursday remaining much the same with clear skies, some cloud, highs of 15 degrees. You're up to date. The news is available on our website, Riviera Radio. .mc and you can also check out our Facebook page 106.5 uh, Riviera Radio 747 the full English breakfast show uh, don't forget that after 9 o'clock I'll be joined by Tracy Leonetti a relocation expert international co-author of the Pay It Forward series Notes to Your Younger Self a self-compassion therapist and energy code practitioner uh, to be joining me live in the studio for the first of a four-part series called Living Your Best Life in France. Uh, throughout the series, we'll be talking about overcoming obstacles about moving and living in France. And this morning, we'll be focusing on the hot topic of visas and immigration. If you have a question you'd like to put to Tracy, studio at rivieradio.mc, or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. This... 
my favourites at the moment, my earworm, with more than 250 million record sales under his belt, including 10 number one albums and 25 top 10 hits. Rod Stewart is one of the most successful pop stars of our time. However, it wasn't just musical accomplishments which have led him to work with his latest collaborator, uh, collaborator Jules Holland, but they also share a love of model railways and the result of the partnership is Swing Fever, a 13 track album which includes this new single almost, just almost like being in love Rod Stewart and Jules Holland What a day this has been What a rare mood I'm in Why it's all with Jules Holland and almost like being in love taken from their 13 track album and swing a fever well worth investigating uh, that's my piece of advice for this Tuesday morning and just before I left yesterday on the subject of happiness I was giving you some tips yesterday about how to reach happiness with 10 rather short cuts I have to say the bracelet uh, did uh, eventually hurt my wrist so much I had to take it off but it was really an elastic band and uh, yes I decided to scrap that idea halfway through the day yesterday Alison wrote in with this quote remember most of your stress comes from the way you respond not the way life is adjust your attitude change how you see things look for the good in all situations and take the lesson and find new opportunities to grow let all the extra stress worrying and overthinking go easy the Commodores for Alison. Thank you. No, it sounds funny, but I just can't stand Commodores, we're the easy, I'm afraid. It's not Sunday morning just yet. It's only Tuesday. If you want to drop me a line and tell me what you're up to, how's it going, studio at rivieradio.mc, or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. Taking a quick look at the front pages in the UK this Tuesday morning, ahead of the news live from the BBC in London. The Daily Mirror leads on the story of a young woman who was bullied for years about her size and then died after botched weight loss surgery in Turkey. Uh, the Daily Telegraph, a blood test that detects Alzheimer's at 10 to 15 years before a patient shows symptoms could be used to screen all over 50s. That's on the front page of the Telegraph. The Daily Express also reports on the Alzheimer's story. Uh, meanwhile, according to the Daily Star, a wildlife park is on high alert after introducing eight foul 
mouthed parrots to a new flock of nearly 100 African greys. That's on the front page of the Daily Star. Uh, the Daily Mail says that the uh, Labour leader has been accused of relentlessly politicising British life as he pledged to defend organisations that go woke. And uh, the son, Queen Camilla, has warned King Charles to slow down after his recent health scare. Uh, meanwhile, on the front page of The Times, they also report on that Alzheimer's study, uh, saying a blood test can detect the earliest stages of Alzheimer's. Uh, the Times says this could be have huge implications for routinely screening everyone over 50 for their risk of the disease. Uh, the Guardian uh, reports also on that story. And the I says Britain is uh, getting ready for a brace for Storm Jocelyn uh, after tens of thousands are still left with without power and uh, two people have died in the recent uh, storms that have hit the UK. Finally, the Financial Times. Conservative ministers have opened themselves up to the charge that a new voter ID scheme is designed to benefit the Tories, according to the head of the elections watchdog. That's a look at the front pages in the UK this Tuesday morning. Coming up in the next hour, it'll be over to you to guess the intro and the song, along with the first few words to it. And uh, Tracy Leonetti is in the house. She's arrived already, and she'll be uh, just letting us know what we're going to be discussing after nine o'clock. If you have a question for Tracy, uh, the first of a four-part series of Living Your Best Life in France, studio at rivieradio.mc, or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine, and she'll be joining me live in the studio uh, just after nine o'clock. Becoming increasingly cloudy by this afternoon. Light winds in the Outmara team with highs of 15 degrees in Nice, Cannes and Saint-Tropez. Moderate to strong winds are expected in the VAR. 14 degrees in Monaco, reaching 17 degrees in Draguignan. And this evening going down to 7 degrees along the coast and 1 degree inland. Uh, the outlook for tomorrow and Thursday remaining much the same with clear skies. Uh, some cloud and highs of 15 degrees. Uh, the sun rose at 7.56 this morning and will set this evening at 5.28. In Belfast, it's 14 degrees with drizzle. Madrid has 14 degrees and it's foggy. And London, 14 degrees with light rain. past eight o'clock. Good morning. If you've just joined me, you're listening to the second hour of the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. Coming up in a moment's time, it will be over to you uh, for Guess the Intro, the song, and the first few words to the song. Uh, you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine, or you can email the studio on studio at rivieradio.mc. But I've been mentioning it throughout the show so far. After nine o'clock, we will be starting the first of a four-part series called Live Your Best Life in France. And at nine o'clock this morning, Tracy, who's with me now, will be here in the studio to take any questions uh, covering overcoming obstacles, moving and living in France. But especially uh, for the first in this four-part series, we're going to be concentrating or focusing on a rather hot topic, which is visas and immigration. Very good morning to Tracy Leonetti, Relocation expert, international co-author of the Pay It Forward series, Notes to Your Younger Self, self-compassion therapist and energy coach.
food practitioner. Wow, yes, that's rather <laughs> a lot, isn't it, Sarah? <laughs> good morning, good morning, Sarah, good morning to everybody. How are you? I'm really great, thanks. It's really great to be here today with you all. Yeah, well, it's great. It's the first part, as I just said, on a four-part series. Uh, it is going to be... Can you maybe explain to listeners what you're hoping to achieve uh, by doing this four-part series with us on Riviera Radio? Yeah, I get a lot of questions, obviously, um, every day from uh, clients. And there's a lot of questions about paperwork in France. Obviously, we help people move, live or create business in France. But there's lots of little questions that they don't get answered. So I thought it's a really good opportunity to explain how things work, answer some key questions for people and just really get some information out there to people about, you know, their expectation levels on paperwork in France and how it works. And there is, as you say, so much to cover and probably so many questions. So we're going to try and focus each edition of the show on a certain topic. But of course, Tracy is here to help, basically, if you are facing any obstacles with living, moving or a business in France. And so today we're going to focus on a hot topic in uh, the French news at the moment is, of course, visas and immigration. Absolutely, yeah. I thought today would be the opening subject, visas, immigration, renewals, um, you know, the process that you go through, the documents that you might have, need for those processes, any questions you have on the visas, move into France with visas or even when you're in France with the renewals, reach out to Sarah or myself, we can answer the questions. But of course, there's lots of information I can give you anyway, even if you don't have a key question today. And if, unfortunately, people can't... Um listen to the show live there's also the podcast i believe will be available absolutely yes yeah. starting february we've got a new podcast series starting from uh, popular demand because i did some uh, i did a 12 series podcast uh, a year ago and people have asked me to do some more so yes yeah, starting february new podcast series and of course visas will be one of the subjects in the podcast series as well great well tracy leonesi thank you very much you might need a cup of coffee? Absolutely. <laughs> doing very well. It's great to have company. Uh, thank you, Tracy. We'll speak to you in uh, just over an hour. That's Tracy Leonetti, who will be joining me after nine o'clock for the first of a four-part series on Riviera Radio, uh, Live Your Best Life in France. Well, Michel Sardou, as he said, j'habite en France, mais bien sûr, bien sûr. Il y en a qui pensent que le champagne sort des gargouilles de Notre-Dame Et qu'entre deux Alcacelzer on se balade la culotte en l'air à les entendre On croirait bien qu'on les peintait tous les matins Mais voilà
Madness with Say La Vie. And before that, Michel Sardou and uh, J'habite en France with Si Se Plan Parfois. Well, I forgot to update you that uh, yeah, they had every right yesterday to uh, Se Plan Contre Moi because uh, the set of keys that I managed to pick up with some friends whilst having a coffee on the flower market happened to belong to a doctor's surgery. Hey, well done, Lyset, along with the car keys as well. So <laughs> I do apologise if you didn't get to see your doctor yesterday. It was Lyset's fault. You can blame me. And I just thought, crikey, it's only Tuesday, or Monday rather, what's going to happen between now and Friday? Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio, Travel News. Taking a look at the region's roads, it's slow moving coming into the Principality, but the tunnel there has reopened if you're coming off the A8 motorway. Uh, the trains, uh, there's a 25-minute delay on the 9.25 and Nice to Paris. And so far this morning, there are no delays or cancellations at Nice International Airport. Are you paying attention? Because I've got a cracker of a song for the quiz. Seventeen. It's over to you to guess the intro, the song, the artist, and just the first few words to the song. A studio at rivieradio.mc, or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. Here's this morning's song. And what are the first few words to it? We'll have it once more. title of the song, the name of the artist and the first few words to that song studio at rivieradio.mc or whatsapp on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. I'll give you a clue, I could have nearly snogged him had my younger brother not dragged me away from the Mike Flower Pots concert back in the 90s in Tottenham Court Road Knowing what you're thinking And hearing how your day's been Do you think you can tell me everything, darling But leave out every part about him Right now you're probably by the ocean While I'm still out here in the rain With every day that passes by since we've spent you the best Capaldi with 
the best song at the moment. If you really want to just sit there and cry, I wish you the best. I like it, but I can't listen to it over and over again. Otherwise, I do just sit there and cry. 822, uh, Jeff says, my, how different your life might have been. Yes, I wouldn't have been walking off with keys to a doctor's surgery. I might have been walking off to keys to an L.A. mansion. You never know. This was this morning's pop quiz. Congratulations to Maureen, who was the first one up this morning. Maureen, who's busy working at Riviera Crew, getting ready for another fantastic day with the team, says, It's Robbie Williams and Strong with My Breast Smells Like a Thousand Fags and When I Dance, I Dance Like My Dad. Congratulations, Maureen. My breath smells of a thousand fags and when I'm drunk I dance like me dad. I started to dress a bit like him. more of Guess the Intro, the song, and the first few words to the song tomorrow morning at the same time. Here's Robbie with Strong. The Weather Forecast, brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency to start with. They say they're becoming increasingly cloudy by this afternoon. Hard to believe looking at the port here in Monaco this morning. I'll try and get a photo of that for you on our Facebook page. A light winds in the Outmara team with highs of 15 degrees in Nice, Cannes and Saint-Tropez. Moderate to strong winds are expected in the far market day in Saint-Tropez today. If you're down there, a wonderful experience. Haven't been for so long. Uh, look forward to going very, very soon. Uh, 14 degrees in Monaco. Colder though in Saint-Tropez because it's, pens- it's on that it's out, isn't it? It's out to sea, so it always feels uh, that bit colder, especially if the Mistral is blowing. Uh, reaching 17 degrees in Draguignan, and this evening going down to 7 degrees along the coast and 1 degree inland. The outlook for tomorrow and Thursday remaining much the same with clear skies, some cloud, highs of 15 degrees. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Illuminate your brand's visibility with us and let your business shine. Find out more at pollcompany.net. It's just coming up to 20 to 9. Finally, fact of the day, swishing wine inside your mouth allows all your taste buds to detect its flavour. A sweetness is detected at the tip of the tongue and bitterness at the back. A sour tastes are detected on the sides of your tongue. You're up to date. The news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc. Uh, you can also check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. Don't forget, Tracy Leonetti will be uh, joining me live in the studio between 9 and 10 o'clock for the first in a four-part series of Live Your Best Life in France. Uh, Today we'll be focusing on visas and immigration. If you have a question you'd like to put to Tracy, a studio at rivieradio.mc or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. They tried to make me go to rehab, I said no.
Rehab, 8.44, the Full English Breakfast Show. A very good morning to Ines, who says, Dear Sarah, my good friend Kim has arrived from England and, hey presto, unfortunately, she's come down with COVID. Please give her a cheer. Uh, She's in Beaulieu. Uh, Thank you, Sarah. She has only now found out about Riviera Radio. Well, welcome, Kim, and we'll get well soon. Do a leaper and dance the night. Public with a run at 8.50. Uh, must say a big thank you to the Uncombrant who came and picked up my Ikea bed. Uh, well, you know what happened? Got given it very kindly by Marianne because she was getting rid of it. Lugged it all the way up to mine. Have you ever tried to assemble an Ikea bed without the instructions? And then on top of that, I realised that because I put loads of rubbish under my bed, this particular bed, how nice it was, didn't let you put anything underneath it. So it couldn't stay in the lighter household. Uh, but the Uncommont came around uh, yesterday and uh, was very pleased. I left it out after 7 o'clock, as they asked, and it had gone by this morning. So thank you very much, boys for and girls, for sorting that out. I also, I didn't manage to get the dryer down the stairs on my own, so I didn't put that out. I've got an old tumble dryer that I just can't get to work. So that's, I've still got that, but I kind of did a swap and put my Christmas tree instead. So I hope you didn't mind that. Um, but thank you. Anyway, brilliant service. That's 3906. Hello, Marie. Marie. Marie, Marie. Um, if you need anything, yeah, I can highly recommend it if you're throwing anything out. Because you're my inspiration. Chicago at 8.51. Take us up to a look at the papers and the news from the BBC. you said you didn't still have your Christmas tree up, did you light it? No, it wasn't still up, but I had taken it down. I had this courtyard bit between my building and the next building. Oh, I'm convinced that mine will be the first building to fall down because it doesn't lean against anything else. But in this courtyard, you've got the bins and you can put things there, but you're not really supposed to. And... They cleared it out recently, and Charlotte, bless, when she was here, she very kindly took the Christmas tree down, but she did leave it in the courtyard by the bins, and then uh, I got told off because I was told that you have to, you know, get rid of it, which I I duly did. However, 
<laughs> remind me, this courtyard, not mentioning any names or nothing, but once upon a time, it was a certain restaurant, not the people that are there now. It was a certain kind of restaurant down below me. And uh, I was I hadn't been there long. I was taking my uh, bins down, and the person that ran the restaurant was saying, oh, you know, where did you have a car? I see you drive past. Do you not need a, somewhere to park it? And uh, I said, well, actually, this was a while back. And I said, yeah, that would be a good idea because it would be handy to have somewhere to park. And he said, oh, well, I'll tell you what, you can park it in the courtyard. And he used to charge me, I think, about 50 squid at the time to park it there a month. Or was it a week even? I'm not sure. Turned out I didn't even belong to him, did it? <laughs> I only found that out at a Sunday meeting when I suddenly realised I was paying for parking to somebody that didn't even own the parking. Uh, so there you go. Yes, uh, thank you for all your comments. And Jeff says, oh, hello, you didn't throw out a new bed. No, it wasn't new, Jeff. It was a, a second-hand, second-hand, second-hand bed. And it was a, a little bit, as I said, having been taken... From one place to the other, I'm sure there was some uh, bolts missing from it because not even with the instructions from IKEA would I have been able to have uh, assembled it. Uh, taking a quick look at the front pages in the UK uh, this morning, uh, according to the Financial Times, Conservative ministers have opened themselves up to the charge that a new voter ID scheme is designed to benefit the Tories. That's according to the head of the election's watchdog, Meanwhile, on the front page of The Independent, uh, they talk about that uh, study uh, for the Alzheimer's study. It's also on the front page of The Times, uh, a blood test uh, that can detect the earliest stages of Alzheimer's. Uh, the Times says this could have huge implications for routinely screening everyone over 50 for their risk of the disease. Uh, meanwhile, The Sun says Queen Camilla has warned King Charles to slow down after his recent health scare. And on the front page of the Daily Express also reports on the Alzheimer's story and so does the Daily Telegraph saying a blood test that detects Alzheimer's 10 to 15 years before a patient shows symptoms could be used to screen all over 50s. And uh, finally, uh, the front page of the Daily Mirror leads on the story of a young woman who was bullied for years about her size and then died after botched weight loss surgery in Turkey. That's a look at the front pages in the UK this Tuesday morning. Uh, coming up, the news live from the BBC. And the next hour, we won't have three in a row as usual because it's the first in a four-part series of uh, Live Your Life in France or Live Your Best life in France. Not just living your life but your best life. Uh, Tracy Leonetti will be joining me live in the studio. The series will be focusing on overcoming obstacles moving, living in France, maybe creating a business in France and today we're going to concentrate on a rather hot topic which is immigration and visas. If you have a question you'd like to put to Tracy, studio at rivieradio.mc or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five. Do you feel guilty leaving your job behind when you travel to London? They look at you with those big sad eyes while you're packing. Well, easypet.net can get those tails wagging. Let us transport your four-legged friend between London and the south of France by road. A journey time of around 24 hours with stops for walks and playtime on the way. Call us on 0044-7715-414818 or visit easypet.net. Part of the Easy family of brands. Easy News. 
The weather forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties. Step into the next level of your life. Step into your new home. Mainly fine, uh, possibly cloudy patches as the day goes on. Light winds in the outbound team with highs of 15 degrees in Nice, Cannes and Saint-Tropez. Moderate to strong winds are expected in the VAR. 14 degrees in Monaco, reaching 17 degrees in Draguignan and this evening going down to 7 degrees along the coast and 1 degree inland. The outlook for tomorrow and Thursday remaining much the same with clear skies, some cloud and highs of 15 degrees. The weather forecast brought to you by Nice Properties. Four agencies from Cannes to Beausoleil and 25 collaborators to help you find your dream home on the French Riviera. Visit nice-properties.com. Seven minutes past nine o'clock. Good morning. I hope you're well this Tuesday morning if you've just joined me. It's time in a moment for the first in a series of four shows on Riviera Radio called Live Your Best Life in France. And Tracy Leonetti will be joining me live in the studio. As throughout the series, we'll be talking about overcoming the obstacles with moving to France, living in France, setting up a business in France, and taking your questions and trying to help you uh, to overcome some of those obstacles. In this first edition, we will be focusing on a hot topic at the moment, which is, of course, visas and immigration. So uh, Tracy Leonetti will be joining me in a moment's time. If you have a question you'd like to put, Tracy, studio at rivieradio.mc, or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. A bit of Joe Dassa to get us in the mood and je me baladais sur l'avenue, le cœur ouvert à l'inconnu. J'avais envie de dire bonjour à n'importe qui, n'importe qui. Et ce fut toi, je t'ai dit n'importe quoi. Il suffisait de te parler pour t'apprivoiser. Oh, Champs-Élysées, au soleil, sous la pluie, à midi, Champs-Élysées, oh Champs-Élysées. And a very good morning again to Tracy Leonetti, who is with me live in the studio for the first of a four-part series, uh, Live Your Best Life in France. Uh, Tracy, to begin with, what does living your best life in France mean to you? Yeah, um, so living your best life in France is a really important part of the LBS strategy, to be quite honest. LBS, not that many people know this, LBS, living your best life with serenity. Um, I created the Serenity Club 10 years ago because our clients were looking for help with moving, living and creating businesses and we want to take away the paperwork frustration. But let's face it, Sarah, nobody wakes up in the morning and wants to ring up the CPAM or wants to ring up the prefecture. So there has to be more to it than, you know, the paperwork side of things. So the philosophy um, of living your best life with serenity is each day finding joy in what you do. 
you know, finding uh, an element of joy, an element of peace, of happiness. So for me, it's about, you know, combining the business and the personal life and your private life and combining those into pockets of joy so that at least when you are with your clients, you, you get the job done, but you're not obviously stressed out all the time because dealing with these paperwork problems it is a stressful situation. Our clients get very frustrated, so we have to really take on some of that frustration. So, you know, it's about self-compassion. So each day we have to treat ourselves with self-compassion when working in, in this business. We have to take time out to re re-energize our to really recharge the batteries so you know the girls you know will have a meeting but we won't have a meeting in the office we'll go down to a hotel and have a lovely dinner and re-energize that way you know uh, we'll go for when I meet my clients we'll go down to the seafront and have a meeting at the seafront for me that's living your best life you don't have to sit in a four-walled office to have a meeting with a client you can go down to a nice hotel so for me it's about adding that aspect of uh, pockets of um, happiness and joy into to what you do so that everything that you do is part of you know your best life for me and for my clients and for my staff it's the same philosophy for everybody well that is the goal of lbs very well explained there and also i believe that it comes from your own experience and your own journey in going through uh, french administration for yourself maybe you could give our listeners a, a brief little ex- explanation of how you came about setting this up yeah um well you know i came to france it was 30 years ago now, just over 30 years ago. I travelled quite extensively um, and I turned up in France 30 years ago and I was astounded about the difficulty. You know, having travelled to lots of other countries, you know, Australia, America, yeah, I'd lived in Bermuda, I never found the paperwork difficult. But when I came to France, it was... I was just astounded about the the repetition that we had. And this was 30 years ago. And of course, it was before Brexit. You know, in 30 years ago, there was actually um, the UK was not part of the EU. So we've kind of come full circle. And so I came to France. It took me a couple of years to get through all the different paperwork processes. And then I did go to work in corporate for 20 years. And when I thought about what I want to do from a business perspective, I thought, well, you know, it shouldn't be that difficult to move, live or create a business in France. But unfortunately, even 20 years after living in France, it still was. It was still just as complicated. The systems had changed, but the paperwork processes were just as complicated. I thought, well, this is my opportunity to try and make it a little bit easier for everybody and help people integrate to the system in a bit more of a smoother manner and, and you know, try and help people understand as well as get the job done. Why do you think that is that it's quite particular to, to France, the administration side? I'm not sure if it is particularly just to France, to be quite honest, sir. I think uh, most countries have their own um, problems with paperwork. France is particularly difficult, I think, because of maybe it's the language barrier as well. Obviously, there are, if you come in from an Anglophone country, the language barrier can be an issue because even people who speak fluent French struggle with the paperwork. We do have French-speaking clients, of course. I think, um, obviously, over the 30 years, you've seen the processes change from going to a you can walk into an office and queue up but you could see somebody now everything's gone online um so even though it's it's 
simplified to a certain extent the problem you have here is when you do have a problem you don't necessarily have somebody opposite you to speak to and to try and troubleshoot your questions so there is issues from you know previously and nowadays it's just got a little bit more complicated and in France I think it's you know the bureaucracy has uh, supposed to be simpler I've got got harder because of the backlog you know, people, the, the, the different organisations you deal with, they do not respond in a timely manner. And that is quite frustrating for all concerned. And I don't think it's just French oriented. I think it's, you know, to do with, you know, the, the way the world is at the moment. Okay, so that's kind of uh, giving an overall outlook of what the obstacles could be. Um, we've got a few questions to go get through this morning, but we're going to start with today and the first edition of Live Your Best Life in France. We are concentrating on a rather hot topic at the moment, which is uh, visas and immigration. And many of you have been asking this question, so I'm going to put it to you, Tracy, and maybe you can uh, just simplify things. I have a second home in France. What are my visa options? Okay, yeah. So uh, I will try and simplify, but I know it's it's not always easy. So for second home owners, I know there's a lot in the news at the moment about the new law coming out and, you know, the the, the hope that you can come to France without the 9180 rule. Um, so before going into the visa option, I just want to touch on that as well. I think it's important for the, the listeners to understand if you are coming on 9180 and you're hoping for this uh, new rule, um, just be aware it hasn't yet gone through uh, the Constitutional Council. So that needs to be voted through and there will be some obstacles on that, of course, because it could be seen to be a, a breach of equality. You know, how why can second homeowners come in on a six-month visa? are a non-second uh, homeowners not. Why do the British get an extra good deal where other non-European countries don't? So these are type of things that obviously will have to be discussed at a higher level and of course how will it be implement, implemented? Certainly for um, for the LBS team, we're about practicality and getting the job done. And we know at ground level, these laws that go through very rarely get um, implemented because it's difficult to do so. You know, how would you prove that you're a second homeowner? Tax foncier, of course, deeds. But how will that happen at the borders? We all know how what happened to Brexit the first year. So, so it's not yet gone through. So don't um, hold your breath for the moment. If you are a second homeowner and want to make the most of your home, and I understand you would want to do that, then of course you do have the option of getting a six-month visa. If you don't want to become a full-time resident, and many of you don't, then just think you've got the six-month visa option. It really builds in flexibility, so you don't have to, you know, rush off home after 90 days and stay out of the country in 90 days. If you go for a six-month visa, you can stay for, you know, four or five months. You could even do the whole six months if you want in one go. Um, it's an easier visa to get because you're not applying to become a resident. So you are, you know, just applying to be able to spend more time in France and building that flexibility. So don't wait for this new rule to come through. Don't put your life on hold. Go ahead and apply for a six-month visa. Apply from your country of origin. It's a relatively uh, simple procedure, and of course, you can reach out to us if you need some support with that. But yeah, don't put your life on hold. Go for your six-month visa if you're just looking for more flexibility for your second home. So that you do from the country where you're from. You apply for your six-month visa. You mentioned uh, just now that you could maybe take 
two months or three months of those six months. But is there a delay between when you can then renew it again? If I do six months, can I straight away renew another one for a following six months? Can it happen successively or not? So, no, effectively, um, if you apply for a six-month visa, of course, on your visa, there'll be a six-month block of time. That means you can come and go as you wish in that six months, of course. You may use all in one go. You may decide to use four months, go away for two months, then come back for two months. It effectively gives you six months in 12 so even if you come back and your visa has expired, you obviously come back on your 9180 after that. Okay, I see. So, right. so, you know, you've got that flexibility of six months in 12 rather than three months in six. Um, so you don't have to stay for the whole six months. But I would suggest that the six-month visa is appropriate if you want to spend more than three months in six. There's no point taking a six-month visa if you know you're going to spend two or three months and then you're not going to be around. It okay. really is for those who want to have a bit more time in that six-month period. And for the renewal of that, you can't do a six-month, then six-month, of course, and otherwise it would be a 12-month visa. And it's <laughs> something to find a way around it. <laughs> I know, a lot of people do, and unfortunately, sometimes you can't. So six-month visa, you have to then reply the following year, so it's a six-month in, six-month out. Okay, and how long should you allow for the application? Well, all visa applications, which the first visa applications are from country of origin, you need to count two to three months to be on the safe side from A to Z. So from, you know, making your application online through to your TLS uh, meeting, through to getting your visa and then coming into France, I would say two to three months is a good uh, time frame. Okay, and uh, the cost? So the cost for a six-month visa, well, it's like anything. You have the cost for your appointment in the UK, which has gone um, up every few months. So they're, they're getting particularly uh, greedy on the UK side of things. So you've got the cost for your appointment, and then you've got your cost for your visa itself, which is the equivalent of €99 Euros per person. And then that's it for a six-month visa. Of course, the other visas, be the long-term visas, are different costs applied. But six-month, you're talking €99, Euros, and there's no cost once you're in France because it's not a it's not a, a permanent visa and renewal you can't renew a six-month visa you have to go back to the UK and do it again or America depending where you're coming from okay so the two options are a six-month visa or the 90 180 is that correct yeah the 90 180 rule actually for British people they don't need to apply for a visa basically anybody most countries non-European countries who are coming into France for three months or less obviously that's a tourist visa coming into the Schengen area, um, for the majority of countries, they don't actually have to get a visa, and certainly for the British, they don't. So the 9180 is free to come in. There's no visa. That may change moving forward. But for the moment, um, you can come in without a visa from the UK up to 90 days in every 180. And then, again, yeah, the second option is to go for a six-month visa if you need a bit more flexibility. OK, well, just before we take a break and to finish maybe on the, the visa, the two options for your visas for second home owners in France. Uh, a question, an email has come in. Karen and her friends in Gassin are wondering uh, whether they un they get the visa system, they understand the two options, but they're saying uh, with second... With, with second homes, but they're wondering whether it will include uh, those that are with mobile homes. Is that the same principle, whether you have a a, a house or a mobile home? Well, and this is all the question, isn't it, Sarah, about this new law coming in. I mean, who will it apply to and how will it apply? I mean, a mobile home 
you know, is not a fixed home. Um, it's not a second home either. You know, it's something that you drive around in. So how will they apply that? What is the rules? That is not clear at the moment. It's very not, not clear. So um, I couldn't answer if it's applying to mobile homes at the moment. We'll see when it goes through. But quite frankly, I think possibly not because a mobile home by, by definition is not fixed. So it's not a secondary home as such. Um, so, you know, when you when you're thinking of coming in on on the 9180 if you think you might be affected by this rule i would just keep go ahead with your six month visas you know Okay, uh, great. Well, uh, I hope that helps you, Karen. And um, basically, to let our listeners know that we will, of course, be keeping them updated on what's going to happen when you know more. And, uh, and in the series of, uh, you know, living your best life in France, we will be able to update you on even questions that we've maybe had in January, but we might not know the answers until the spring. Is, is that correct? Yeah, that's that's for sure. Obviously, um, we, we're doing a series of lives and I'm doing podcasts as well. And this subject, which is a hot topic at anything to do with visa and immigration is going to be on the cards every time I come in, of course, along with other subjects. But I will update you as I go along. And of course, if you do reach out and you're on the newsletter, I always send a newsletter out once a month as well to let people know updates. But yes, just, uh, you know, watch this space, really. That's what I would say. Okay, well, Tracy, stay with me. We're going to take a a little break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about renewal of the residency cards. Oh, exciting. uh, (laughs) Tracy Leonetti is with me for the first in a four-part series of Living Your Best Life in France. If you have a question you'd like to put to Tracy, studio at rivieradio.mc or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. at the Carlton Can. Elevate your well-being at the Sea Club, a 450-metre-squared sanctuary for personalised self-care accessible to all. Immerse yourself in tailored coaching with 3D scanning, individual sessions and a state-of-the-art cardio and weight training. Unleash your inner strength at our boxing arena. Join group classes in training, yoga, pilates and experience the rejuvenating benefits of cryotherapy. Discover a new level of wellness at carltoncan.com. Treat yourself to an 
unforgettable stay at the Refuge de la Treille, a luxury hamlet nestled at 1,650 meters altitude in Meribel. Come and enjoy our state-of-the-art spa, offering biologique recherche treatment, as well as a unique culinary experience. Every day, the chef talks to our guests and proposes made-to-measure dishes. Find out more at refugedelatreille.fr. At Muja British International School, we inspire students aged 3 to 18 to learn, create, think and improve thanks to our broad and balanced curriculum. Our British programme offers GCSE and A-level qualifications, opening doors to global universities. Join us at our next open morning. Register at muja-school.com. Sleep better, live better. At Heston's, we make beds for better awake time. Our natural materials, your body supported in the bed, and our 25-year guarantee will ensure you'll sleep better and make the investment of your life. Showroom beds are currently on sale at 44 Rue Gilfredo in Nice. Heston's, the best sleep money can buy. Discover France, Europe, and the whole world through river and coastal cruises at the Festival de la Croisière in Nice. You will find presentations of cruises, exclusive offers, and personalized advice on the 26th and 27th of January at the Hotel Anatara Plaza, 12 Avenue Verdun in Nice, 9.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Entrance is free. Find out more at croisiereurope.com. The local news brought to you by Knight Frank Monaco. Probably the best real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 9.31. I'm Sarah Lysett reporting. 38-year-old Stephen Harper, a Scottish cyclist who went missing near Monaco, has been found dead in Italy. Harper was attempting to cycle from Dundee to India. He's believed to have fallen from a cliff near Ventimiglia in November. Italian authorities say Stephen was seen falling on the 23rd of November, just hours after he had sent a message saying he did not feel well after mushroom hunting in the area. Workers on a building site came to his aid and a helicopter carried him from the cliffside over looking Ventimiglia's harbour. He was pronounced dead a short time later. Uh, Stephen had travelled through Andorra, Spain and France and was understood to be following the Mediterranean route through Europe. Adele, his brother, said he had received messages of condolence from all over the world and that the family had been left devastated by the news. VTC drivers are demonstrating in both the Outmara team and the VAR as their union, supported by drivers from other cities around the Mediterranean, announced plans for several actions to make their demands heard at the highest level. Following the announcement, the prefect, however, of the Outmara team has since issued an order to prohibit the union of VTCs on the Riviera and the VAR from demonstrating this week. The ban is in place until Thursday and runs from 6am until midnight. It affects all the routes used as part of the Monte Carlo rally, but also near Nice International Airport. 
Interior Minister held a press conference outlining security arrangements for the Olympic flame. The flame is scheduled to arrive in France in Marseille on the 8th of May. He said that 2,500 police officers and gendarmes would ensure the security of the event. In addition to the 5,000 police and gendarmes mobilised, several anti-drone and counter-sniper devices will be deployed. The flame will then travel around France and overseas for 98 days. Finally, temperatures are set to rise this week across France with highs above the seasonal norm. Uh, the peak of the mild weather is expected tomorrow, accompanied by plenty of sunshine in the southern half of the country. After very wintry weather last week, up to 24 degrees is forecast for the southwest tomorrow. Uh, showers and grey weather is still expected in the vast majority of the country today, with the exception of the Provence Alpes Côte d'Azur region, along with Corsica and the extreme southwest. However, this week We'll see 14 degrees in Paris, 15 degrees in Bordeaux, and reaching up to 22 degrees in Perpignan. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates Knight Frank Monaco. Go to BalkanEstates.com. Riviera Radio Sports News. In football, in the Premier League last night, Brighton drew nil-nil at home to Wolves, and in the EFL semi-final this evening, Chelsea are at home to Middlesbrough. A kickoff is at 9 p.m. French time. And in rugby union, the French side Racing 92 have announced the signing of England and Saracens fly-half Owen Farrell at the end of the season. The French top 14 side said Farrell has signed a two-year deal starting on the 1st of July. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, United Airlines has said it expects to lose money in the three months between January and March due to the grounding of Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets. Uh, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration grounded 171 of them after an unused door broke away mid-flight. And Mr. Beast, the world's most popular YouTuber, has claimed to have made more than £197 from posting a video on X, formerly known as Twitter. Despite having previously said it was not worth posting on the social media site uh, due to small payouts of the advertising revenue, it would appear that Mr. Beast changed his mind and posted an old video which generated more than 155 a million views. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106. 6.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535. This is Riviera Radio with the latest English and international job opportunities available right now on the Riviera Radio job line. Your support agency Lunautica based in the Port of Nice is looking for a highly organised accounting assistant to join Team Lunautica. This is a part-time CDD contract from April to November. Experience with administrative accounting software and previous employment in a similar position are essential. Are you good with numbers and fluent in English and French? Lunautica is looking for you. Experience in the yachting industry is a plus. Please send your CV now to job at lunautica.com. 
Com. Your support agency Lunautica Nice is looking for an energetic and enthusiastic candidate to join their team at the front desk in Nice. This is a full-time seasonal position from March to November. Bilingual English-French is a must, spoken and written. Previous experience in the yachting industry is an advantage. Please send your CV to job at lunautica.com. Cecil Wright and Partners, a boutique brokerage specialising in large yachts, is looking for a yacht charter manager to join their Monaco team. APA expertise, keen attention to detail, excellent communication skills, bilingual French-English and Monaco French residency are essential. Some international travel will be required. Submit a CV and cover letter to liz at cecilwright.com. Antibes Ship are looking to recruit an accounting manager for their busy chandlery stores in Antibes. Heading up the finance team, the ideal candidate will be bilingual English-French, detail-oriented and have extensive experience in a similar role within a highly customer-focused service industry. CDI full-time contract with competitive salary on offer. Please send a CV and brief introductory email to jobs at antibeship.com. And now a job wanted is your home or garden longing for the touch of expert care. A seasoned German resident on the Côte d'Azur for 22 years is looking for a living position. He brings a diverse set of talents to enhance your property. Meticulous caretaker, skilled gardener, adept fleet manager, pool service specialist, reliable chauffeur, a passionate cook. With a background in carpentry, he is also equipped to handle almost any repair requirement. For more information, please email contact at kugler.pro and kugler is spelled K-U-G-L-E-R so that's contact at kugler.pro or call 0780 46 14 15 and full details are also available on our website reviewradio.mc and to place an advert in job line please contact 00377 97 97 94 75 This is Riviera Radio Keeping you up to date on all that's happening along the Côte d'Azur with the Riviera Radio What's On Guide. There are two upcoming events supporting breast cancer research and the Princess Grace Hospital for the Association Pink Ribbon Monaco, now under the honorary presidency of Her Serene Highness Princess Charlene. The Pink Ribbon Monaco Gala is taking place on February the 2nd at the Monte Carlo Casino, Salmezza, and includes a three-course gourmet meal. Special musical guest is award-winning Monte Carlo Philharmonic lead violin Zhang Zhang and her band. All funds go to finance very promising breast cancer screening research led locally at the Princess Grace Hospital. And then on Sunday the 11th of February is the Pink Ribbon Monaco Walk, which is a five kilometre easy walk through the Principality. You can get full details of those events on pinkribbon.mc or email office at pinkribbon.mc. There's a National Theatre NT live screening of Dear England starring Joseph Fiennes. It's on Tuesday 6th of February at 7.30pm at the Alma Cinema at the CIV in Sofia Antipolis. For the first time as part of the Monaco run, Families on Track will take place on Saturday, February the 10th from 4pm on the Quai Albert Premier in Monaco. It's a family relay race event created in 2019 by Paula Ratcliffe. Each family completes a total distance of 10 kilometres by composing their relay with loops of 250 metres and 500 metres. The Princess Charlene of Monaco Foundation is supporting the event. All participants get a t-shirt and goodie bag. You can find out more information and register on the website monacorun.com. And you can find details of all those events and many more in the What's On section of our website, rivieradio.mc. And if you're organising an event you'd like to be featured in the guide, just send an email to the usual address, wog at rivieradio.mc. Riviera. 
sunny. Uh, could cloud over later on this afternoon. Uh, they're saying uh, light winds in the Outmara team with highs of 15 degrees in Nice, Cannes and Saint-Tropez. Moderate to strong winds are expected in the VAR. 14 degrees in Monaco, reaching 17 degrees in Draguignan. And this evening going down to 7 degrees along the coast and 1 degree inland. The outlook for tomorrow and Thursday remaining much the same with clear skies. Some cloud highs of 15 degrees. It's just gone uh, 20 to 10. I'm joined by Tracy Leonetti uh, for the first in a series of four shows called Live Your Best Life in France. Tracy, welcome back. Hi, now, just before uh, the break, we uh, we were touching on uh, visas and second homes in France and visa options. Uh, just before we move on to residency cards, uh, there have been a, a couple of questions. Firstly, Karen, who was mentioning the mobile phone, uh, mobile phone, <laughs> mobile home, uh, said they're static homes; they're not moving around. And I think her question was whether or not uh, it would a- apply to them because they're in a mobile home i guess in a a, a campsite or, or a park down here again i don't i don't know the exact rule how it will be implemented and i think yeah if they're static in a mobile in a in a caravan park or something like that it's probably more considered a second home than if it was a, a driving one so yes um but again i still think we're going to be faced with this this problem of how do they implement it and more importantly is it classed as you know um how do you separate you know people who have homes to people that don't you can't put one rule to one part of the population because they're secondary home owners to another part of the population who don't. So there's definitely a problem here with equality and I think this will cause a problem at constitutional level um, so for your listeners here, I think it was Karen, I think you should tell her not to worry too much and I think if the rule does come out it'll have to apply to everybody, not just to people who have secondary homes so either it's going to apply to everybody from from uh, the British people coming to France and be allowed to have, you know, six month visas without any formalities and possibly then opened up to other non-European countries because of course then it's not because you have a special agreement with the UK that the other countries might not come and say hey what about us so yeah there's more to it than meets the eye but yes I think eventually if it does come through it'll have to apply to everybody Okay, now moving on to the residency card Uh, now I, like you, I remember the days when there there wasn't Brexit, we weren't part of the EU and you used to queue up for your carte de séjour <laughs> and it was a chicken and the egg. If you didn't get the job offer, you couldn't get the carte de séjour. If you didn't have the yeah. job offer, it was a bit of a nightmare, but I got it. Um, I persevered with it and of yes. course when the residency card came up more recently, uh, they actually seemed very open to giving them out at the time. I know they set a deadline, uh, but I remember I even went for a, uh, for a couple that listened to the radio. They were in their late 80s, early 90s and they were really Really struggling with it and when I went down to do mine I explained the situation uh, to the person behind the desk and she was amazing she sent it all through to them by post they didn't have to leave their home they didn't have to queue up and uh, they got their residency card uh, without a problem and very quickly uh, that seems to have been the case 
whilst it was being done at that moment in time. But now, it appears, people seem to be struggling with renewals. And I've had numerous uh, comments this morning come in on email saying, please, please, please ask Tracy, why can it take so long uh, to get a residency card renewed? Yeah, so it's it's a, a really good subject, renewals, because of renewals touches across the board. Of course, we've got the the warp card renewals, you know, for the pre pre Brexit. So they will be coming up for a big review in twenty twenty six. So there's all of those people. There's the renewals for people who have long stay visitors visas. So the non non working that get renewed every year. Then you have your five year cards, which will get renewed, and then you have your ten year permanent cards. So lots of different cards out there that can have to be renewed um, why does it take so long it takes so long because each prefecture has their own processes so even if the basic rules are the same they can apply the rules as they see fit so each, each prefecture has their own way of applying the law and the rules and they have their own processes a lot of the process renewals now are online via the NF website you've probably heard of that one um, so it's an online uh, renewal, but then you still have to go to the prefecture to do your biometrics, of course, and to collect your card. The reason it takes so long at the moment, there's about a delay, I would suggest, in all of our cards that we do, uh, of about four months. There's at least a four-month delay. That's kind of the normal delay. Um, and, you know... I guess it's because of the backlog at the different prefectures. We have a very close relationship with some of the prefectures so we can, you know, get appointments in place relatively quickly. But when it comes to renewals, you just have to go through the process. Now, for those people who might be worrying about, you know, if they're going through a renewal process for whatever card that is, um, if you haven't heard, then normally on the, the NF website, you can download an attestation of prolongation if it's been going on for quite a while. And that is sufficient if you print that off and you carry it with you with your expired residency card that is sufficient for travel so not to worry and you can of course reach out by email to the prefecture but the chances are you'll get a response saying wait obviously you will get a message saying wait often it's an automatic so generally speaking the best thing is to download the attestation de prolongation from the anf website use that for travel purposes and then just be patient unfortunately um they have such a backlog and especially if you're dealing with a nice prefecture um, there's a lot of people out there, I mean, I wanted to make this point as well. There's a lot of visa and, you know, immigration specialists popping up out there like mushrooms, you know. It's like, oh, everybody knows how to do visas and renewals and, you know, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, if you're working it on yourself, that's really good, but don't you know be careful who you're working with because you know i've had people come to me even as much as last week I had a lady come she'd gone for a business visa um it got refused it got rejected simply because she thought she could do it herself and she hadn't put the right information in there sometimes it's something very silly you know it's not necessarily a big thing uh, but when it comes to renewals it's all about the preparation prepare your documents any visa you have for the renewal the criteria remains the same 
So, so that doesn't change. That doesn't change. So obviously, if you've gone, let's say you've had a visitor's visa, you're a retiree or an early retiree, you've come to France, you're living your best life in France, um, and it's come for renewal time. Renew at least three months before the date of your visa. That's the first bit of advice I would give. Prepare your documents. And of course, the criteria means the same. For a visitor's visa, what is the criteria? Sufficient funds to live in France. Healthcare. Generally speaking, if you're living in France, it's the first year, you need to show your bank statements and you'll need to show that you've got healthcare. Now, normally, if you've been in France for a year, you should be part of the French healthcare system. But that's another subject. Um, and of course, you need to pr- prove that. So it's meeting the same criteria that you had when you came in. If you have a warp card, that's going to be a new uh, whole ve- uh, wave of renewals coming up in 26. And we're doing a campaign on that starting the end of this year. But something to be aware aware of for renewals of resident cards those people and i know there's quite a few of you out there because i've had a few people come forward who who got a residency card before the brexit went online do you remember there was that whole Mm. website and everybody went online it was actually very good it worked very smoothly like you said sarah but before that happened a lot of people were queuing up at the prefecture and getting those five-year residency cards before brexit in in and it was an optional situation what's happened is a lot of those people have kept their cards some of them were five or ten year cards okay. and they didn't change them to the warp card and so now they've come up for renewal this last year uh, because they, renew- they did them a year before Brexit effectively that year leading up to the Brexit they're actually uh, when they try to renew them they're having difficulty because they don't say the warp card agreement on there so just if that if, if you are one of those people that did a card before the Brexit came online then you should reach out to your prefecture to get it transformed into a warp card now so that when it comes up for renewal you don't have any difficulties with that okay, okay? very good tip yes yeah. so we're seeing that popping up now because it was the people who did it the year before of course uh, 2024 2025 they're coming up for renewal and they can't renew them because they don't have the right article written on the residency card it's a formality but it needs to be done so could that be uh, could that explain maybe the delay on some of them uh, taking longer i mean will, will they eventually do it if they've applied for it or or not well, it, it could extra, some of the delays could be for that, yeah, because we had, I mean, it's come to light with us simply because we have people like, you know, with a uh, residency card, maybe a five-year one, and their wife or husband are attached to them who are non-European. Of course, during the days of uh, the EU, they could attach with no problem. Now, with Brexit, of course, that it implies certain problems and it came to light because trying to renew the partner's residency card attached to a warp card we realized the warp card wasn't the correct one um can it cause delays it can it, you need to reach out if you think you might be affected by this to your prefecture because it's a, you'd have to make an appointment so make an appointment online for those that think they might have an issue do make an appointment go down with your whole file and they will just let you know if the reason that it's held up is because of that okay uh tom has written in and said Hi, Sarah. Please make sure you're telling listeners they don't have to pay for their kids' cart séjour if they were around pre-Brexit and would have been entitled to a cart had they been 18. He says he got his €225 fee refunded by the prefecture. And he says just... uh, to make sure that it's clear that uh, for kids' cart to séjour, you, you don't have to pay for them. 
Uh, kids can't say jours. Well, kids don't have can't say jours. So I'm not sure what he means by kids. So if they're under the age of 18, mm-hmm. uh, no can't say jours is needed and therefore no cost. Um, anybody who obviously is an underage child attached to a, you know, a, a warp card holder or a residency card holder, they can get a DCM, which is the obviously the circulation card um, and allows them to travel uh, with no stamping in the passport. And in the year of the 18th year, so not before they're 18, but in their 18th year, they can apply for a residency card and they shouldn't pay for that because it's attaching to their um, EU uh, family member or their uh, warp card or whatever the residency card is. Uh, okay, so before the age of 18, they can travel freely uh, to and from the UK. If, let's say they've got, they're on a British passport and they're with parents that obviously live in France and yeah. go or go to and from France. with. Uh, they don't have any limits. They don't have any limits. They don't have to have a residency card as so long as they're travelling with the parents, of course, you can get a DCM, which is the actual circulation card, to uh, so so that it's it's not obligatory. But I usually advise uh, our clients to get a DCM for the children. It avoids them getting stamped in the passports and things like that. Um, but yeah, under under the age of eighteen, they don't have to have a residency card. For those people who are coming into France on visas with their underage children, the children do have to have a visa to come into France. But it's a visa that is not renewed in France, and it, it's just to get them into France, and then they go on to a DCM. And then in the 18th year, they apply for Renzi card. Yeah, that's what Thomas just said. Yes, it's, uh, as he said, he said, uh, it's when your children become 18. Yeah. Okay. There's no cost, right. effectively, there's no cost. There's no cost for yeah. that car decision or after when they become 18. Now, this one stumped me a while back because somebody, uh, we were talking about uh, having a residency card and how it can affect... Um, Travelling within Europe. So Roger says, Hi Sarah and Tracy, I live in France. I have a residency card. I have a carte vitale and pay my ample and have lived and worked here for 20 years. Uh, does the carte de séjour, residency card, allow us to go to other countries in the EU, EU Italy for example, uh, for longer than the 1980 rule? If you had a second home in Italy and you are a resident in France, could we be there for long periods? Yeah, that's a really good question. So thanks for asking for that one. Yeah. So effectively, your residency cards give you access to a residency in France. That means, obviously, you can come and go uh, with your residency card in France. It doesn't give you access to stay in other European countries for longer than 90 days in every 180, effectively. So if you're living in France and you want to go, if you've got a second home in Italy or Spain or any of the other um, EU countries, you would have to apply to that country for a uh, short-stay visa, so a six-month visa, if you want to stay longer than 90 days in 180. Very similar to what I said earlier on about the 9180, for those that want to spend longer, go for a six-month visa. If you wanted to spend more time in Italy or Spain, you'd have to do that as a French resident reaching out to Italy or Spain because the, the residency card in France gives you access to spend more time in France. It's not a mobility. The only way you can get mobility is if you become a French passport holder and going through the naturalisation process. Okay, so if I go... But there's no control when I drive over to San Remo, for example. Let's just say I, I decide to stay in San Remo for... 
I wouldn't be able to, more than 90 days. Well, effectively, there's no border controls at the moment, so it's like I say to my clients, that that is the rule, you're not supposed to, but, I mean, who controls you? However, coming in 2024, well, they keep saying it's coming, but we know whether it will or not is another thing, is they're going to put in the border controls so they can scan and see who's coming in, coming out of the Schengen area. Okay. So that will eventually come into place. Of course, they're trying to work how they're going to implement that because, of course, it will cause lots of queues. So, effectively, you're right, there is no major control. You could pop into Italy and nobody would really know you was there um, but the, 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 the rules are normally you're not supposed to spend more than 90 days in another country that you're not a resident of. Okay because you're still respecting the fact that you're a UK passport holder. Exactly you're a UK okay. passport holder if you was a French passport holder there wouldn't be such a problem with that. Okay. Well, there is so much to cover, and we're sadly running out of time. But just before you go, Tracy, uh, maybe we'll just touch on what's been in the news recently. Uh, UK expats living in France being able to vote in the UK elections. Well, what do you what do you think of this? I do you know. Um, I saw this coming up the other day, and it's like. Uh, this would have been great it happened before Brexit, let's let's say it out loud. Um, I think it's it's a good thing. I think it's a really uh, it's it's about time. Uh, it's taken too long. I think also people need to be aware it's not quite such an easy formality. It's like everything; it's documents. So, if this comes, you know, if you're uh, living in France or another European country, just make sure that you go to the UK government website and register. Um, you have to um, attach to the community that you was living in the UK before, so you have to be registered already in that community. So it's not like you know um, anybody who can just join and, and vote. You have to have been a registered UK uh, person in the community and they may ask for documents for that as well so it could be even if it's documents that have expired you know like you know utility bills or it could be. Okay is there, a, sorry, is there a limit on that? Is there like how far back can they go? I mean I haven't lived in the UK for, for 30 years. That's fine so long as that you, oh, had, really? you had registered in the UK before you came to France you'd already been registered for voting and that you had um, you know you okay. Okay. being attached to that community. So it doesn't matter how long ago it was, which is a good thing, but if, for example, those people who came and, and never registered in the UK, then they will have difficulty registering. And it's only valid for three years, so you have to re-register in three years from now. So it's all just coming out, the, the process, but just uh, prepare documents to prove that you was attached to the community where you were registered to, even though you're not now, of course, 30 years later, no, you know, you wouldn't be. But just prepare documents if you have in case they ask for that. Um, and obviously those documents will have expired. It might be an old driving licence. It could be, I don't know, council documents, utility, proof that you, you was living with your mum or whatever. <laughs> OK. Will you be voting then? Will you be... Uh, no, I left UK far too young for that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, we will just end on, because we've got a question about it as well. I wanted to try and fit it in before the end of uh, this first edition of the series. It's about uh, a carte vitale and maybe health insurance. Now, we can touch on this at the next, when we do the next show together. Uh, but a question has come in from Ines saying, I am being in MC Monte Carlo for 35 years plus. I only have a private health insurance but would love to get uh, Monte Carlo or French insurance. I've never worked in France nor Monaco. Any suggestions? So is she living in France or in... No, she's living in Monte Carlo in Monaco. 
Uh, well, in that case, you'd have to, she'd have to reach out to the CCS in Monaco for healthcare in Monaco. Um, and if she's not been working, I'm not sure if the same rules in Monaco as they are into France, but if she's not working, she'd have to apply as a resident to get into the healthcare system in Monaco. Um, if she was in France, of course, it would be the same thing. You'd have to reach out to the local CPAM to apply as a resident. So even if you're not working or you don't have a business, you still have access to healthcare. If she's got private healthcare insurance, she's not paying to the system in any way or form, there may be an issue with attaching to the Monaco, uh, the Monaco healthcare system because most people who are attaching, obviously, either themselves or their husband or wife, are paying into the system. So I'm not sure what her situation is from that perspective. That would be something we probably have to take offline and see how we can help. Okay, great. And, uh, and finally, just to say, because once you are in the French healthcare system, you normally do get the carte vitale. Yeah. Yeah. Well, systematically. Systematically. Well, the first thing you'll get is your social security number. The carte vitale then takes its second. You know, it takes its 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 quiet time, should we say? Um, the CPAM system is a really tough one. I, I would say behind the prefecture, the the CPAM is probably the worst organisation to work with. And my girls in the office, they they pull their hair out with the CPAM. I can tell you because it may take anything from four to six months to get your social security number, and then another six months to get your carte vitale. Of course, we always get them, but if you have a situation where you had a name change, or you've had a situation where you got married, divorced, or a death, and then another name change, they literally, they look at everything, and it takes a lot of time. So the backlogs as well are causing lots of problems with the CPAM, so lots of frustration out there on the healthcare service. But once you are in the system, it's a very good system. You get uh, obviously your reimbursements, and the carte vitale, I'd like to point out the carte vitale is not a card that gives you access to healthcare. The carte vitale is a is a card that facilitates the reimbursement system. It's not a magic card. The most important thing is your social security number. The carte vitale is just obviously cuts out a little bit of the paperwork in the middle. Paperwork and uh, but I guess paying for it up front, no? When, no. Is that the one you get a free de swan instead of if you don't have a carte vitale? No. Well, no. yeah, what happens if you've got a social security number when you go and see your GP, you'll always pay up front for a consultation. At the moment it's just gone up to 26 euros or 50 in France. So you'll always pay up front and then if you've got a social security number they'll give you a free de swan, so that's the receipt effectively and then you'll send it off to the CPAM and they'll reimburse, reimburse you 70% within two to three working weeks. If you have a carte vitale, you'll still pay up front. There's always the payment up front. The difference is you'll hand over your carte vitale and you'll get reimbursed within two to three working days directly into your bank account with no paperwork, no receipt. Okay, got you. And just remember, because it happened to me, I mean, even though my children are on, well, they have both a French and a British passport, uh, but when I went to do their carte vitale, uh, because they were over 17 or 8 when they mm. have their own one yeah. and they don't rely on one of the parents uh, I actually got a scam because I went on the internet and I paid something like 20 oh. it said CPAM and it said you never pay for a carte vitale is never. that right? Oh, never. Be so so yeah. careful please That's a re I'm really glad you brought that up Sarah because there's a lot of scams out there not just with the CPAM but with a lot of things the CPAM a lot of people receive text messages um, you never ever pay for a carte vitale ever so if you get any text messages, not just about CPAM, but any of the organisations, just look at the number.
that. If it's a, if it's a zero six or a zero seven, you know absolutely it's not anything mm. to do with the CPAN, and the CPAN will never text you anyway. I wish they would, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember just going online and typing in CPAN or Carte Vital, and as I said, this thing came up saying you want to apply for it. It was it wasn't much. It was twenty five euros, but of course they had my card details, and then it was somebody else, exactly. a French person, that said you never pay for exactly. a card. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Live and learn. Live and learn. We do. We do indeed. <laughs> Well, it was far too short, but you will be back. I will. And in the meantime, uh, let our listeners know how they can get hold of you. Yes, absolutely. So uh, they can obviously uh, go to the website, lbsinfrance.com. They can reach out by email, Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y at lbsinfrance.com. Um, and, of course, you know, if there's any problems or questions or help that anybody needs, just to reach out to us. They've got Instagram, Facebook, everything's out there. So even on the Rivio radio page, we, you can be find us. So there's, there's no way that if you've got a problem, we can help you just reach out. Well, Tracy Leonetti, thank you very much. That was the first in the series of I Live Your Best Life in France. I believe you'll be back around March. Are we looking at March the 26th? Yes, we, I'll be back. Uh, the podcast is in February, so the first one, and then in, back in March for, I think, I don't know if it's 23rd or the 26th, but uh, yes, in March for the next live. And yeah, in the meantime, uh, everybody go and live your best life in France. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, uh, Tracy Leonetti, Live Your Best Life in France. Bring your vision to life with over 330 years of expertise from across the Barclays Group. Our specialists in Monaco bring you global connectivity, advice and tailored solutions to help you find meaning beyond wealth and create a legacy that truly influences the world around you. Search Barclays Private Bank Monaco. Come to the Tradiswiss Monte Carlo restaurant at Novotel Monte Carlo until the 29th of February to savour exquisite traditional Swiss dishes, cheese fondue and raclette made with the finest ingredients. Enjoy a gourmet adventure in the enchanting atmosphere of a traditional Alpine chalet. To book, call on 377-99-99-8320. Sales alert at Lille de France Mougin 4000 and Valoris. Take advantage of magical sales with up to 70% off on the biggest brands of bedding and sofas until the 6th of February. Hurry up, stocks are limited. Lit de France, sleep like you've always dreamed of. Lit de France, dormez comme vous l'avez toujours rêvé. Quadro is the specialist in bespoke French interior design, optimizing space to make it both functional and attractive. Wardrobes, bookcases, TV stands. Quadro works for the whole home. Let's create your interior together. Quadro adapts to your wishes and your budget. Quadro in Nice. Motorway access exit 52 near IKEA. As the leading rental and property management specialist in the south of France, Côte d'Azur Villas is gearing up for a thriving 2024 season. For a full and carefree rental season, knowing your villa is in safe hands, visit us at cdvillas.com.
Seven minutes past ten o'clock, taking a look at the international news headlines. Uh, the Israeli military says 21 soldiers have been killed in Gaza. The incident marks the deadliest day for Israel since the start of its ground operation. Uh, meanwhile, civilians are dead in Russian strikes on Kiev. Early morning missile attacks target blocks of flats in Ukraine's capital and second biggest city. And a man has been charged with stalking near Taylor Swift's home. The singer was not at her New York townhouse when witnesses reported an emotionally disturbed male. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Fine, uh, becoming increasingly cloudy as the day goes on. Light wind, light winds in the Outmar team and highs of 15 degrees in Nice, Cannes and Santa Bay. Moderate strong winds expected in the VAR. 15 degrees in Monaco, reaching 17 degrees in Draguignan and this evening going down to 7 degrees along the coast and 1 degree inland. Uh, the outlook for tomorrow and Thursday remaining much the same with clear skies. Some cloud, highs of 15 degrees. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Illuminate your brand's visibility with us and let your business shine. Find out more at polecompany.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much for, to Tracy Leonetti. We're the first in a series of four of uh, living your best life in France. If you uh, do need any information, then you can find all the details on our uh, website, rivieradio.mc. There will be a podcast available. And if you have a, a question and you want to contact a studio at rivieradio.mc, I can more than happy to pass it on uh, to Tracy. Uh, the news is available throughout the day on rivieradio.mc. You can check out our Facebook page. 106.5 uh, Riviera Radio. Well, I haven't nicked anybody's keys, so I'm not I'm not sure what I'm going to be today. I mean, yesterday I could have gone off and been a doctor for a while. But, uh, yeah, today's going to be a bit, I don't know, <laughs> not as exciting, I don't think. Uh, have a wonderful Tuesday. Do hope you can join me uh, tomorrow at 7 for the Full English Breakfast Show. We'll have all the usuals along with a woofer of the week. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Take care. I'll leave you with Sister Sledge and thinking of you. Bye. you do